Ta-da! Did, uh, did, did I ever tell you that that's how Mira ends the ABCs? With ta-da? Is that what you yeah, just she says, now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Ta-da! Yay! Accomplishments! <laughs> yep. It could be worse, right? I mean, like, she could have to go through the whole refrain. Oh, no, she did go through the refrain. She, oh, yeah, no, she's, that, it's at the end of the song. So that's just, that's just part of the, that's part of the song. Although, uh, while we were traveling recently, she made an excellent example of an infinite loop. Um, and like, uh, watching, it was like, it was amazing watching this sort of brain fart happen because she, you know, started singing the ABCs and then went G H I G H I G H I G. What's wrong with your kid? <laughs> I, kid I don't know. The, needle, the needle got stuck in a single groove. Just sort of broken record. Uh, kid stopped responding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a beach ball. I was thinking Windows. Windows gets a little more aggressive too, and they offer to to kill the running process for you when it stops responding. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I was like, stopped responding. Aggressive. We should kill it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, what now? <clears throat> are you are you uh, getting over your cold too? You had like summer summer cold going on? Yeah, I had I traveled on an airplane cold. Oh well that'll do or it. Or I have two kids in daycare cold. It's one of the two. <laughs> it's one of those I'm constantly building up my immunity. I'm constantly yeah. exposing myself myself to yeah. otherworldly diseases. For the betterment of, I, I, you I don't nothing. know what the, yeah, no, there's no good spin on it, you know, sorry. No, I mean, well, I, for the betterment of all mankind, we'll just go with that. I, ca- I caught the cold on the airplane so somebody else wouldn't. That's how that works, right? Well, partially. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the germ that, the, the germ that infected me definitely didn't infect somebody else. There it is. <laughs> Winning. Um, so you're all better now though. Yeah. Uh, mostly still getting over it a little bit, but I have to also recover from the actual flying with toddler and well, babies are easy, but flying with toddler experience, which is its own psychological recovery. I feel like we just had this conversation. Like, yeah. Cause I keep going on airplanes. Have you not learned your lesson yet? Like people uh, come to me, just yeah. come to me. Well, on on the flight back, I did benefit from the fact that Mira was not the loudest kid on the plane. So there was another kid having a meltdown, and I was like, look, could be worse. <laughs> He's like, finally, a low enough bar that we can uh, achieve. We can, yeah. we can exceed this low bar. Yep. Was... So still, still not having the airplane, though, huh? Oh, she so... really likes going on the airplane for approximately 10 minutes. Then she wants to get down. That sounds like Mira, believe it or not. Yep. <laughs> she wants yeah. to get down. Yeah. I want to get down. I want to get down. Yep. Like, no, the plane is in the air. If we get down, we'll be in Cleveland. We don't want to <laughs> yeah. be there. Yeah. Too far. Uh, it's more like we'll be in Utah. Ugh. I was trying to get to the steamer joke, but it uh, didn't quite wow. make it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you great thanks really good way to start that off 
Well, I had to drop some kids off at the pool before we started podcasting. So. <laughs> uh-huh. It's on my mind. Which reminds me, how are swim lessons going? <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> Wait, they graduated. Yeah. Uh, it's like the s- summer swim recreational leagues are usually pretty short. Uh, only, you know, like a month. Uh, so the kids completed their their level two uh, swim certification training and got a nice little uh, certificate of completion and a coupon. Did they get their boulder badge? <laughs> boulder badge? It would obviously be the Cascade badge. Come a Cascade badge, excuse me. Well, actually, that works both as the second badge that you generally get and the water type. Wait, is that the water type? Yes. Cascade is water. Misty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they got their certificate of completion and a little coupon to come back to the swim area with a family member. Because it's like a, a community pay for use pool type thing. Oh. So we get to go back. And hang out in the nice heated pool in the middle of summer whenever we want. Oh, that's for, nice. For one day. I mean, there's also the, <laughs> there's also the ocean. Well, uh, yeah, we, we did that on, uh, available. Although it's colder. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, actually the water was really nice. I was, I was pleasantly surprised dipping my toes in that water, but it was not just uh, needles freezing. Well, I went up to, uh, my waist area. So, I halfway submerged in this water and it was tolerable. Just saying <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a rousing success. <laughs> yes. It's like a kid's movie. Parents review. It was tolerable. Oh man, sign me up. <laughs> yes. Oh, great. <laughs> I will take tolerable. No question. Um, so that's what you, you, uh, you went to the ocean this last weekend as well. Well, since we're so close, we might as well take advantage of it. That's true. And Alex has been busy with school. I've been busy with, you know, all the shenanigans going on. So this was like the first Sunday where we're like, you know what? Like, let's go somewhere. So we backed up and went to the beach and it was nice having the whole family there. Uh, making sure we know where the umbrella is. I came home with all the kids and it's like, hey, big red umbrella. If you can't find the big red umbrella, you go to the lifeguard tower because there it is. Uh, and it was a good time. That's good. On Sunday, I took down the Christmas lights. Oh, no. No, it's supposed to be Christmas in July, not take down Christmas in July. Well, you know, it was uh, Mira and Ada were both down for for naps. It was 80 degrees outside with a lovely breeze. You know, you, you made it halfway through the year. You should have just left it up for the rest of the well, half. I mean, like it, I normally, so these lights that I bought, I'm very upset with because they were so low quality. Like the wiring was so brittle that they actually snapped themselves. Like there were bits. I, at first I thought it was like a squirrel or a rat or something or a, like a crow or just some wild animal had like eaten those away. Crows at a cable. always gnawing on those cables. <laughs> Well, the, the the crows like to hang out on the roof because it's a like a cedar shake roof, and so it's and it's really old, so it's sprouting, it's like sprouting grass and things. So birds like to go up there to eat the roof. Um, but as I was taking them down, I realized there were some wires that were just like split, just barely, and like definitely like they weren't chewed through. It was just that it broke. So most of the light strands were broken anyway, and they needed to come down. Almost like these lights weren't meant to be left up 
all year round. Well, the thing is, they also broke literally right after I put them up, too. I was really upset with these lights. <laughs> cheap lights. I mean, That's... they weren't that cheap. They were from Lowe's. Never buy Christmas lights at Lowe's. You hear it here first, unless they're a sponsor, in which case, definitely go buy Christmas lights at Lowe's. No, okay, I have problems with Lowe's, so Lowe's will never be a sponsor. Um, <laughs> what if they give us lots of money? N- no, because Lowe's <laughs> is always more expensive than Home Depot, so <laughs> the difference in money would not be enough to make up for the prices. Um, I I don't like Lowe's at all. Like, I really don't. It's it's like the too helpful, right? I, I think that there's there's two camps, right? There's the Home Depot one, which is like, you fend for yourself. You need to find something, like you are on your own. Like there's, there is no one in Home Depot who is willing to help you. Uh, and Lowe's is the <laughs> overly like helpful. like a problem. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. I'm I, Also, you know, the social anxiety of dealing and talking with sure. people, like sure. eliminated completely at Home Depot, right? An associate will look at you and they just assume that even if you don't say anything, you know what you're doing. And if you look completely lost, they still just, eh, he knows what he's doing. It's fine. So, uh-huh. but Lowe's, mm, I've purchased many a thing from many a hardware store. And Lowe's is always at the bottom of my list because things are way too expensive and associates are overly helpful. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I kind of need to struggle a little bit. It's like kids when they're learning, right? Like you have to let them kind of like flounder just a a tad to understand like, or figure out and finally piece things together and be have that, that epiphany, that aha moment. Uh, I get that at Home Depot. I don't get that at Lowe's. Lowe's people are like, what are you looking for today? I'm like, none of your business. Wow. That's what I'm looking for. Anyway. So yes, these Lowe's lights, very cheap. I actually uh, went up on the roof to take the lights down because when I put the lights up, uh, no one, I had never seen an actual human walk up on this very old cedar shake roof and I didn't trust it. So I used the the ladder and moved all the way around the house, like all the way around the house. And uh, after we had an exterminator come, a guy got up on the roof and was walking around up there and I was like, cool. <laughs> he didn't fall through, so... All set. And it took so much less time. It like it took me five hours to put up the lights, just like going up and down the ladder, move the ladder a little bit. You know, you go up the ladder, clip, 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 light, 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 go down all the way down the ladder, shift the ladder slightly. Go up the ladder, clip, 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 light, 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 down the ladder. Repeat. So yours are held on by clips? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're great. Okay. okay. Uh back in the day we used to just staple them. Right into the right. Uh, and taking them down was really easy because you just yank <laughs> right. and everything comes down with it. Especially if they were cheap, I was like, you know, if they're cheap, you'll probably just break the wire, and who cares? The next time you I mean, go, these up are already broken. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I don't know why it was like a, a nice gentle takedown. You should just like yank those suckers. Oh, off. I yank. I did yank a few of them, definitely. But I yanked. I, I was able to sort of. I was able to sort of like whip it so that it pulled the clips out at the same time. Yeah, strategic yanking. Yeah. 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 You, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like when I put the Christmas lights up this year, definitely going up on the roof. No question. Yeah. I have to set up the ladder once I climb up on the roof and I can go down and up the ladder in the same place and just have everything in one place. Like I don't have to move my entire like workstation around the entire house with me. And it was also significantly safer to do it from the roof than some of the angle of the uh, extension ladder that I was actually doing it with uh, this last time. So isn't that where you're hanging over the edge of the roof, though, to reach under and clip things in? 
So you're you're putting the clip onto the shingle. Oh, yours are on the actual shingles. Okay, right. So it just clips onto the shingle, and then, um, like the way I took it down is I actually sat down, and then with basically my center of gravity was never out over my feet, so I was like sitting cross-legged, and then I would lean over with my arms and pull out like pull out the clips so my weight was basically over my feet there were a couple of times where i was leaning out a little bit but it was overall just like i i did theater electrical work and i've (laughs) i've been in way more precarious and unsafe situations than just a little bit on the roof there like nothing uh but your little giant ladder got its workout it well when i put up the lights this time it was an extension ladder that i leaned up against the side of the house climbed up on the roof and that was it cuz i threw once i pulled the lights off the lights turns off i just threw them down on the ground trash i mean yeah i had to i went to the recycling center and dropped them off at the recycling center cuz they were like they they were garbage lights they didn't like they broke almost immediately. That was the real killer is I put the lights up. Like I did five hours of work moving the ladder around meticulously, all this sort of stuff. And that night I went for a walk uh, with Mira. And as we were coming back, I noticed like one, fortunately it was just the side of the house that like is blocked by trees, but like one strip of lights was completely out already. And I was just like, (sighs) great. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask this question, which might, which might upset you a little bit is if you were already up there doing all of this, why didn't you just replace the lights with new ones? Well, because then I would have had to go buy new ones, and then I would risk them breaking again. Well, talk about a sale. You can probably get some primo lights for pretty <laughs> cheap right now. It should also be noted that putting up Christmas decorations is part of the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, you were perfectly... <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. A, no, bad. B, you were perfectly happy about leaving these lights up most of the year. And if they would have worked, you probably would have left them up the entire year. Am I wrong? Mm, so I find it, I find that hard to answer after maybe if they were still working and if they didn't have problems, there's a distinct possibility, but, 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 but big, but <laughs> I like that. Um, and you cannot lie. I cannot lie. Mm, there's a timely reference. Uh, I, yeah, when I walked out after taking them down and I looked at the house, I was like, man, this house just looks nicer. And I felt better as a neighbor. I'm because sure they your weren't neighbors on also appreciated. Yeah. Like I, I didn't turn them on at night, obviously, because that, that would be worse. <laughs> so I didn't turn them on at night. And I just felt like, okay, th- like, and if I hadn't had a newborn, I would have taken them down in January. Can't use the baby as a crutch all the time. Can't do it. Well, no, she's pretty short, and I'm too tall to use her as a crutch. Bad joke. Well, also, she's very tall. Like, freakishly tall. Like, 98th percentile. Is her head still uh, proportional to... Her head is... Ada's head is proportional. Mira's head is big. That's right. Yeah. Mira's head is big. And so now when we're putting on clothes and they don't don't fit over her head, she goes, I have a big head. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You do. It's to fit all those brains. Yeah. Not ego. Yeah. Brains. <laughs> yeah. Or the thick skull. Um, so yes, I was able to take the Christmas lights down. I found out that the view from our roof is rather nice. I also found out that is this house needs a new roof. Mm-hmm. 
Like I could tell that from the ground, but then as I was walking out, I was like, nope, yep, these uh, these shingles are ready for replacement. Well, I bet if you go to Lowe's, they'll tell you exactly which planks you need to get, and they'll even offer to install them for you for you know a marginal fee. Uh huh. I'm not re-roofing a house that I rent. <laughs> I'm just saying you can probably tell you know your the owners like, hey, I went to Lowe's. They said they do it all for me. Yeah, it is perfect. Uh, the roof is like the last thing that I'd have replaced on this house as a renter right now. I'd like to have new carpet. That'd be great. There are some plants in the backyard that the exterminator refers to as rat motels. I'd like to pull those out. <laughs> there's there's one of them that's very pretty. It's got a lot of very pretty white flowers, and I, I kind of like that bush, but it's where the rats definitely hang out. Uh, and then there's another that one. That one's right like the, the Hamptons, but it's still the Hamptons <laughs> for rats. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the Hamptons for rats. That's exactly right. Um, and then there's the, there's this one set of bushes right up against the side of the house. One is covering up a, a, uh, hose spigot that we didn't even know was there until recently. Like we just discovered it. And two, it's like right up against the house and it just gives, it's like a hiding place for the rats to like try to break in. It's just, no good. And there, and those plants aren't pretty at all. It'd be better as a flower bed or something like that. So I would take, I would take that change carpet, new kitchen of any variety. <laughs> These all sound like weekend dad projects that you can complete. Uh, if I weren't renting this house, sure. In fact, tearing out the bushes, very straightforward. Yeah. But I'm renting this house and also they like the bushes, so I can't tear out their, their bushes. That's not going to fly. Like, well, if you like them so much, tell the rats to move out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we've been trying to do. Uh, we did have some some rat traps out there with some uh, rat poison in it, and uh, the rat poison is gone, and we've seen fewer rats. So so there's no Remy in this troop uh, sniffing out the poison for you, huh? No, no. Didn't get to it soon enough. Although I have been calling the rat Remy. Oh, don't name it. You're not supposed to name it. <laughs> well... I also looked into getting an air rifle. <laughs> oh wow, you went you were you were going all out. Well, you know, I know how to shoot a gun and just, it's only like a twenty foot shot and it's an air rifle, so have you seen this rat like at night? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Probably a big enough target then too. Yeah, it it runs along the top of the fence usually. Yeah. So we, we have uh one that seems to run by our place all the time and it likes our compost. So it's always like trying to gnaw on the compost container that we have and get in there and snack on all the goodies. And uh, it's run into our garage once or twice. And we found some, some leftovers there, but uh, Cisco <laughs> actually leftovers. caught, yeah, you know, rat leftovers. Uh, Cisco actually caught the rat though. The last one. Cisco did. Mm-hmm. Has he yeah. gotten more fit? <laughs> oh, that dog, you know, if, if, if you tell the kids, how full to fill the bowl it's fine right but if the kids are like just scoop after scoop then he's gonna eat it all i mean Um, cisco my memory of cisco is that vaguely shaped egg of football (laughs) yeah so you you've only watched cisco like that one time yeah and that was peak uh cisco needed to peak cisco dad bod yes peak cisco dad pod except he's not a dad uh but yes you know of (laughs) no he definitely can't be a dad (laughs) He and I, uh, have you that and he in share common. something in common. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's me and him against the world. 
The dog is the only other male I can relate to about all the other male things that uh, <laughs> that I've gone through. Um, well, yeah, so that was peak dad bod Cisco, and Cisco's now in shape, like like this dad is now in shape. Uh-huh. And I had my physical. They said I'm healthy, so I'll take oh, that as good. a win. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Well, that that is good to know. I mean, overfeeding is definitely like when Mira was first starting to eat solids, Rue started to get real fat, so we had to cut back just what we fed her, and that was fine. I really actually kind of wish there's there's some I can't remember what what comedy sketch it is, but it's like high TED talks, which one of the one of the high like like TED talks while stoned, and the TED talk the TED talk idea is something like, what if we just feed each other, and if I get fat you give me less food. And if you get fat, I give you less food. And then you'll lose weight and I'll lose weight because we're not controlling what we eat. You are like, it's just like that. That's the, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll see if I can find a link for it. There you go. Well, you know, uh, anyway, how was your 4th of July? Oh, it was, it was, uh, pretty low key. Um, the, the community that we're in does a little mini parade where like the, the sheriff and the fire trucks and stuff come out and all the kids get on bikes with streamers and everything and basically drive around the neighborhood with the, uh, the police cars and the fire trucks. It's like a little mini parade that happens in the morning. So, uh, the kids took their bikes out, had these, uh, streamers and stuff that they got from like the dollar tree, uh, on there. And, went around the parade. So that was fun. And then we went to the parade, uh, in the main like town drive, right. That they have where it's usually all the, uh, people running for office or the people in elected offices and baseball teams, softball teams, four H clubs, stuff like that. Uh, they have floats that come by. And I guess this is the first time we've, we've gone to the parade here, but I guess the gimmick is just, they throw candy at you at you. Well, yeah, pretty much. Um, like overhand throws of candy at you or just onto the ground in the, uh, in the street and the kids run out there and collect all the candy. Apparently that's here kids run into the street. <laughs> Go. There were a couple of times where we had to make sure, make sure that they didn't run too far out into the street. But, uh, yeah, so we, we did that. That was the one parade that we saw. And then they have a fireworks display that's right outside, uh, like in our backyard, basically uh, a couple of houses down. So we got to enjoy that at like 9.45. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was nice. It was hot. It was sunny. How are Cisco and the girls with fireworks? No problems there. It's pretty easy going on, on our side. They've never had any problems with fireworks? Nope. Mm. Mira had a real love-hate relationship with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, so we flew on the 4th of July. So we were driving from the airport out to my in-law's house. And while we were in the rented van that we had. Rented a van? Oh, I need yeah. to hear more about that next. Oh, what? Okay. Uh, we also almost bought a van. Um, <laughs> the, while we were driving and the doors were closed and there was, you know, some soundproofing. Uh, she loved the fireworks. <laughs> loved them. Like, fireworks were the best. They were colorful. They were all bright and flashy. Uh, and then we were, but we were hungry and we needed to stop somewhere to get food. So we pulled into a McDonald's parking lot and I, rather than go through the drive-thru, which had this gigantic, huge, long line, 
I just parked and I got out of the car. And when I opened the car door, somebody in their backyard shot up a firework and it went off and Mira flipped. I mean, she was like, fireworks. Oh my, fireworks. I don't like the firework. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And like, she was, she was, so I had to basically just like close the door and go into the McDonald's. And uh, so the whole time back, like she's wearing her car shirt with Lightning McQueen on it. And she's saying like, Lightning McQueen is scared of fireworks. And she's got her like bunny stuffed animal. And she's like, bunny is scared of fireworks. And I was like, oh yeah, is Mira scared of fireworks? Yeah. Do you like fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> real. Okay, well. Real mixed bag overall in terms of fireworks for her. I like the idea of fireworks. <laughs> well, she she really liked like when they were off in the distance and they were colorful and they were bright and they were lighting up. She loved like she really loved it. Like she couldn't get enough. She's still good. And but then the the noise. She's not a huge fan. But even so, she every every family member that she saw while we were in in Illinois. Um, they're like, oh, did you have a good fourth child? Did you see fireworks? And she goes, oh, yeah, fireworks went boom. And so, but she seemed genuinely excited by it as opposed to terrified. It was weird. It's a like, it, yeah. Did okay. So this was the the one time you opened the door where the fireworks went off. Like, was there were there any other occurrences of fireworks going off in the open air too close, too loud, or was this the only time that it happened? Um. I think this was the only time that it had. Well, there were, so there were some people setting off fireworks, you know, further off in the distance and she would hear them and not see, like if she heard them and didn't see them, then she was much more scared of the fireworks. That's understandable. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That's logical. So, yeah. No <laughs> colors. No, there, if there's no flash in color, then why am I even having to listen to this? All terror and no, you know, yeah. visual like ooh. Uh. Rue Rue also, who we had to fly with. Uh, is this the first time you've taken her with the kids? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no question. The first time oh, you've taken okay. her with the kids. I have so many questions now. Okay, okay. Uh, I want to revisit the minivan thing, so don't let me forget that because minivans are awesome, and you now know how awesome the minivan is. I mean, the minivan we had wasn't, but I, I, the concept, I agree with. Yes. Uh, as a dad, I want to hate minivans so bad, but I can't find enough things to... Uh... Oh, no, it's very functional. There was so much space for all of our stuff and putting the kids in and the doors closed themselves and uh, all all of that sort of stuff. Like, all of that was great. The Dodge Grand Caravan we had was a pile of garbage that got terrible gas mileage, was slow, and in, had, a, had a key that wasn't a key. You had to actually stick the key fob into the ignition and turn it. What the hell is that? It's 2019. <laughs> what am I doing with a push button start? Yeah, it's like, where's the push button? Well, what am I doing with a key fob without push button start? Like, why? Why? I actually had to go to the, the person uh, and be like, okay, I don't actually know how to turn this car on. <laughs> and they roll their eyes and they look at you. It's like, <sighs> no, actually, they were like, well, do you have the caravan? And I was like, Yes. Oh, yeah. You just need to actually stick the key fob where the key would go. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, is this the ones where it, like it mimics the actual motion? Like it's not yeah. even a real motion. It just like you stick the fob up there and pretend like you're actually turning it and it goes. Oh, no. you, tu- you turn it and it turns. Oh, it does actually turn. 
it actually turns, but it's pointless. Like I still have to get the key out of my pocket. It didn't have keyless entry, so it had no buttons to unlock the doors. I had to take the keys out to do that. It was the weirdest mix. Oh, of, such of a monster! Oh, no man. car play. Yeah. I'm sitting here with ours, which has just keys and manual doors, no automatic well, no, doors. No, no, no. Even this is the thing: it's a rental car, which means that, and it had like fifteen thousand miles on it, which meant that it's like like a year old car, maybe two. Right. It's pretty pretty new. So it should like. That like push button start like it had doors that opened and closed themselves for crying out loud. It couldn't have a push button start. They make it easy for the kids, not for you. Yeah, can't make a car too easy to drive away. Yeah. Well, so this is the thing with the with the whole van thing is that we uh we've we I don't know seriously considered, but we were thinking about uh getting rid of the Volt and getting a van, getting a a Chrysler Pacifica hybrid plug in. I'm telling you, you're just one kid away from needing to oh, get wait, the van. No, no question that a van is the definite choice with a third kid. No question. Are you still losing carry- that battle? Is is that is that still a thing that's happening? I, I, I like firm? practicality. Uh, so I prefer like like the sliding doors are big and open, and it's much easier to get a kid in and out and luggage in and out if you have a big sliding door as opposed to like a, a large SUVs doors it's I meant losing the battle seat. of having two versus three kids oh that i've given up <laughs> fair enough uh so let's go let's go back to to rue because many oh, guys are awesome wait, she listens everyone, everyone to this. Loves- i haven't given up <laughs> i'm not backing down never <laughs> you heard it here first uh the the struggle continues um so let's go back to rue though so you took rue oh, on yes. the plane with all the kids yep is Rue much of a therapy dog with your kids? Uh, no, she's a vacuum. <laughs> she's a utility. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, exactly. She's, she's an, an appliance. appliance. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's about all she does. Uh, okay, well, I was going to ask if uh, if Mira and Rue have a healthy relationship to where that would be like a calming factor on the plane, but apparently that's a no. Um, yeah, so she knew Rue was there, and it was a distraction, I would say, but not necessarily a calming factor. That's the thing. Mira didn't really need to be calmed so much as she needed to be entertained. Well, and on this flight back, because this was the only nonstop flight on Southwest, and it was like way cheaper than everything else, we flew out at 8 p.m. We had kept Mira on California time, so it was like 6 p.m., which means that it was like an hour and a half to her bedtime. Well, that went just about as well as you'd expect because she doesn't sleep well on planes. So now you have an overtired child who can't move, who's stuck in her car seat, and you're trying to keep her entertained. Pro tip, by the way, buy the Pixar shorts. So in our travel episode, we talked about how like variety is key. When you buy the Pixar short collections, you just hit play, and a new movie starts every like five minutes. So it it's got the built-in variety. That actually helped out quite a bit. But even still, at a certain point, like I was singing like a lullaby to her quietly, like trying to just trying to get her to go to sleep because she was so tired. And Rue Rue was a distraction. So like it would be like, oh yeah, Rue, she'd she'd like look at the bag pushed underneath the seat and be like, Yeah, it's Rue. And you're like, Yeah, that is Rue. Rue's down there. So yeah. And Rue was a bit of a distraction at the airport. I guess your emergency bedtime big red button didn't uh didn't work too well this uh this time. Yeah, huh? well we, we you know you can't uh toss her in a crib at the in the airplane and go. <laughs> yeah. 
here, just go to sleep. <laughs> on the plus side, on neither of the four and a half hour flights did we have to change Mira's diaper. We didn't have to change Ada's wow. diaper. I had to change me, but Mira. Well, in fairness, we should have. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> probably. Uh, but well, we should have changed her once we got off the airplane at the airport. But we were so eager to get to the car and like just get going because like <sighs> once you land, we once we landed, we have an hour and a half drive. And we have to get to the rental car. And it's already, I can't remember what time we flew out, but um, like by the time we got there, it was also past your bedtime. So like we actually arrived at our station at midnight local time. so like 10 p.m. California time. And it was again just another thing of like trying to get her to go through the airport. Thankfully, she sat in her stroller a lot of the time. And also, thankfully, Southwest allows you to check bags so for free. So we were able to. We had a lot of bags that were checked and didn't have to carry them through the airport. So that was a plus. There you go. Like there's, they, it wasn't bad. Rue, uh, Rue handled it pretty well. She didn't like the fireworks on the way back, and she d- refused to eat when we landed, which is for Rue a big red flag because. The reason Rue is a vacuum is that she loves food, loves food. Can't like she will sometimes like we have scolded her for this, but she has stolen food from Mira. Oops. <laughs> and uh, so and the fact that she wouldn't eat when we landed was like a good sign that she was pretty unhappy. Um, and so she threw up a little bit on the way to our destination in the car, but she was in her carrying bag still. So that was that was fine. But overall, it was actually kind of nice having Rue in Like, Rue, <laughs> to be honest, was a non-factor isn't correct because Margo was carrying her around in the bag. So, like, I had, most of the time, Margo had Ada in a carrying thing and Rue over her shoulder and maybe the, and a backpack. That's what, that's what Margo was carrying the majority of the time. And then I would have, like, the car seat, Mira, Mira's bag, my backpack, Mira's backpack that we got for Mira's little backpack that we got for her that sometimes she refused to carry. Like all, all sort, you know, I, I was basically the Mira chauffeur, the Mira valet and like my own stuff, um, which was actually really not ideal when <laughs> on the way back, uh, the ticket agent, uh, printed two boarding passes for Margo. So I got through the TSA pre checkpoint and I had Mira and we were starting to go through and I was like, where the heck is Margo? Like she wasn't right behind me. And I glance over and she's standing off to the side in like this little area, like typing on her phone. And then I get a message like ticket agent printed two boarding passes for me, not one for Ada. So she had to go all the way back to the ticket counter carrying the dog, Ada and her backpack which she'd already been carrying for a while. Uh, so in that case, the dog was, the dog was like sort of the thing that tipped it over to being really annoying because before, like with Ada and like a backpack, it's not like, it's not like comfortable. Right. But it's, it's okay. Ada's still, she's only six months old. She's not, it's not the worst thing, but you throw in a dog in a bag. That's like sort of shifting around. That's over your shoulder while you also have a baby who's being kind of fussy that really sort of puts it over and but all, overall it was it was fine she went back and got the boarding pass and everything and w- and we went through and then i waited in line to get food with 
all of our bags, which I couldn't just leave somewhere. And a, and Mira having a, essentially a continuous meltdown. Oh yeah. So like, ah, okay. Like she was like, I, I don't, I want to go on the plane. It's like, we're going to go on the plane, but do you want a hot dog for, do you want to get a hot dog? I want up. And like here I'm holding a car seat, my backpack, her backpack, her car's like roller bag. And maybe one other thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not happening. (laughs) Like I cannot carry you and everything else. Which turned out not to be true. Once I got all the food, they gave me a, a bag, a plastic bag, which then I shoved up my like over my arm, shoved the backpack over my arm, then picked up Mira and carried her to to our gate. And by the time we got to the gate, I was like, "Call my workout." There you go. But yeah, she was having, <laughs> and the best part, the best part was, as she's you know lying on the ground, you know, going, "I want up," and then I lean over, I'm like, Mira. You're at the age now where you're going to have to realize that you can't always get what you want. And I'm going to need you to stand up and walk with me. And I will, I'll hold you later. Okay. I can hold you later. I just can't hold you now. And there was this older woman sitting at a table next to me, just looked over at me and basically like gave me like the nod and smile, like, like the thumbs up basically like, yeah. I was like, well, one old white lady approves of me. (laughs) Uh, doing something right i guess yeah well and then we were waiting in line for food right and i've got the car seat on the ground she's essentially on the ground and (laughs) i i am like scooting her up with my foot as well like with the car like so i when the line moves i shift the car seat i shift the bag and then i scoot her up on the ground yep because she refuses to stand or walk kids are great kids are awesome it was Uh, it was fantastic Imagine having three of those and going through the the same thing. Honestly, I can't. We 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 ran into a couple that was traveling with twins on our flight, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like they were only a year old, so like a year old is still within that sort of not quite the happy time of like pre seven months, but still like the uh, you know what it's it's not too bad because they they don't want to be walking around and exploring. Man, oh man, though, once they get to be like two, I can't imagine having two two-year-olds. It's, it's twins has always been something that is, I, I've been flabbergasted by. I'm like, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know how you would do that, right? Uh, the nice thing is, is like when we space these kids out, right? Like you kind of go through phases, right? Uh, or one gets old enough to help with another one while you can focus yeah. on this, right? It's all about divide and conquer, right? That's why I'm like, cool, two kids, great. You can divide and conquer, you know, one parent for each kid. And that's exactly. all fine, right? Uh, once you have three, you're outnumbered. Once you have three and a dog, you know, you're grossly outnumbered. Um, and traveling with fur babies is like, we, we've, we've driven down to San Diego now, like I think three years with Cisco. Right, so we put him in the car and we drive down, you know, like an eight-hour drive, basically, uh, to San Diego, and that seems to go well for the first. Well, no, last last year was tough. So we have we have one child that is severely anxious and like does not like to leave for like long periods of time, and like this big change was like a lot. So we're packing up, and there's like an immediate like breakdown like as soon as we leave the the driveway like we haven't even left 
town yet. And then there's that. Uh, there was a breakdown. The yes. No, the middle one. Really? Um, that was my second choice. Man, I'm getting bad at this. I've been yeah, listening to earlier you episodes, you and anymore. I was pretty. I was pretty good at get in the earlier episodes. I was like, I know who this one is, and now I'm just like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, uh, they change. They they change a lot. And weird. It, <laughs> but uh, so like already that was was the thing we had to deal with, right? And then after like an hour or two, calms down, right? And then the next one, right? The youngest one starts getting antsy. Right. Okay. Then we got to deal with that. The oldest one, luckily, you know, at this point is in her own little world. Um, yeah. She'd rather you not talk to her. Oh my gosh, man. Can, can we talk about something? Uh, <laughs> th- this, this weekend was the first time that I have been told I've been yelled at by the oldest one, uh, and said, quote unquote, that I suck. <gasps> <laughs> oh no. And what happened to her for that? No grounding? Uh, no, no. I mean, she was in the moment, right? Like, I'm sure she felt that I sucked. And I was like, okay, well, it's an unfair situation. I I can see how you can perceive it that way. It's like, this is just something you acknowledge. Have to do. Yeah. A line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's that other A? Uh, I promise that once it gets done, it'll be done. You don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was, it was the, the first time I think, uh, that I think the, the next phase is coming for me. Right. Like, Oh, it's coming where before I was, I, you know, dis disinterest is one thing. Right. And, you know, just being completely unamused with most of the things that I do. No, I'm okay with that. Right. But now this is like almost confrontational. Right. I'm like, Oh boy. Like, this is phase two or three. It's coming five. Yep. And then you just, it's just the precursor to, to all of the future. Yeah. Ah, you know, like they, they tell you all these things like, you know, Oh, you'll be ready. You'll, you'll be ready by then. They give you all these things to prepare and all that stuff. It's like, no, nah, I, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, I wasn't like surprised by it, but honestly, I don't think I was, I wasn't ready. I was in denial. No, you're never ready for it because they change up their tactics. Like Mira now remembers when I say stuff. So it's like, I want this. It's like, oh, maybe later. Right. Oh, maybe, maybe later. And that used to work like gangbusters because it was just like, oh, okay. And like that now later it like, (laughs) she still hasn't figured out it means no, usually. Uh, But she has figured out that later means like, a little bit later, when I remember that we were having that conversation, I will bring it up again and be like, you remember that time you said maybe later? Come on. Yeah. She's keeping that, uh, she's keeping score. Yep. Yep. So I, I think the, the postponing without a concrete, like time frame, like, Oh, maybe later is it's tough. Usually I'll try to put like a, uh, an actual date or like a time frame on that. It's like, well, you know, tonight when, after we do this and this and this, then we can do that. Right. Or it's like, well, you know, we have a lot of stuff planned today. Tomorrow we can yeah. do that. Right. It's building that concept of don't ask again right. today. Cause it ain't going to happen. Oh ask yeah. Again it's tomorrow. Like, right. I want to wear this. You're putting I want to wear this snooze. <laughs> like snooze. Like yeah. We're putting up on that alarm. We're putting, I want to wear this dress. We'll wear that dress tomorrow, okay? Like it's yeah, we're not gonna yeah. wear that to we're not gonna wear that to bed. 
Oh, see, but you're uh, using the the not there. It's like you you can get away from it. You don't even have to say that. Uh, see, the thing is with Mira, you really just have to say no. Otherwise, <laughs> you really she have will to reinforce just reinforce the no. You really, I mean, you actually like legitimately. I tried. I've tried to avoid it, and it's just when it comes right down to it, when she just keeps going. Uh, like, I want a snack bar. Oh, you know what, sweetie? Maybe we'll have it after dinner for for dessert. Okay. I want a snack bar now, please. Okay, but we're not going to have a snack bar. We're going to have dinner. Yeah, but I want it now, please. (laughs) It it occurred to me that two two children, please, must actually seem like a magic word. The magic word. Because they will repeatedly say something, and then they just throw this one word in there, and it's like, now I will do it. And it's like, what is this magical power that I have? (laughs) So the next time she says, please, you have to, you know, provide her with something to say, ta-da! Yeah, <laughs> I mean we've we've now started saying no to her when she says please because she actually has started to say please without us prompting. Um, not always, but sometimes she'll say it, especially when she really wants whatever it is. Um, and it just comes down to like, yeah, no, like it, eventually you just have to say no because it's like we're just not going to do it. Um, yeah, it's just. It's true. You have to draw the line somewhere. There's only so much, you know, open-ended, like, optimism you can throw at someone, and then you have to just say, nope, it's not happening. Yeah. I mean, just today we were going to daycare, um, and, uh, like, she's like, I don't, I don't want to go to daycare. I don't want to go to Sapna's. Well, we're going. Or the particular favorite one right now, which is we're at a red light and she says, I want to go. And it's Whoa. like, <laughs> well, we have to wait. We have to wait for the green light. Yeah, but I want to go now. Well, we have to wait until the light is green. No, <laughs> now, Mira, we can't go till the light is green. We are not going to go until the light is green. And then she actually is like, oh, okay. But it's like that, that sort of like, she see well, for but- some reason, she sees all the other phrasing as like optionals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. And this is where I know you've, you've said that you think she's a sociopath, right? Because, Mm. because you're saying like, well, this red light told us. And she's like, I don't care what that light says. Like, I want to go. It's like, well, no, these other people are going, I don't care what they're doing. I want to go. Right. Like if she can't empathize, like it's those other people's turn to go. (laughs) No, it's my turn. Oh boy. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. You know, your um, teenagers are probably going to be like a walk in the park, though, you know, like compared gosh, to mine. Like, who knows? It's really tough to say. I'm, I mean, if, if the if the streak continues. um, Yeah. No, but so running things back real quick to uh, the like whole how quickly they change things. Uh, Mira, today we had our first what I would deem actual conversation, even though a lot of it was like just repetition and her saying like, yeah, yeah. But we, you know, we were like, oh, what'd you do at daycare day? Oh, I played. Oh, did you play with Sarif? Yeah. And Lucas? Yeah. What'd you play with? Fire trucks. And did the fire truck go woo woo? And she said, yeah, just like that. And, you know, that's like, we actually had a little conversation. Um, but it reminded me that there's, a one of her one of her best friends at daycare is is Sarif, uh, but a day without that is Sans Serif. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email us at casualdadcast at gmail.com, or you can simply click the submit follow-up link in the show notes. 
please also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Not only does it give us valuable information, but it helps others discover the show. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Casual Dadcast. This is really a font of humor. You were... (laughs) Were you building that one up the whole time? (laughs) The conversation part is true. I believe that. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm I'm not laughing, but... I'm just kind of amazed that I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted to get that dad joke in there because I came up with it last week and I've been really, and Margo, Margo wasn't impressed. (laughs) You've been sitting on it for a week. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da.